0: Welcome back to Vantimitri. Um, today in the room we have Mercy Mutuku and Bethel Monze, did I pronounce that right? <laughs> so um, today's topic is called afraid of the light and that's just like a play on you know the phrase afraid of the dark. And I think some people are afraid of the dark um, but I think in reality we're often more afraid of the light than we are of the darkness. And I think, if anything, um, darkness comes easier to humans just because it's a place where, you know, typically you can hide, so it's more comfortable. Um, before we even get into that, Mercy, how are you?
1: I'm doing good. How are you doing, V? I'm
0: doing good. Um, so maybe you can tell us a little bit about yourself, whatever is relevant to you, maybe where you're from, what mm-hmm. you do, yeah.
1: Well, well, um, something about myself. Um, my name is Mercy. I was born and raised in Kenya until I was, I think, 18. After high school, I moved to the U.S. and I've been going to school and working. And um, I ended up meeting Veronica, and she's been my friend for like a couple of years now. And I'm glad she's in my life.
0: Yeah, I'm actually really excited you're here today because I feel like I've seen you through different phases of your life, and. Especially at a transitional phase of your life, mm-hmm. like where you just like stepped out from. I think we met when you were in your maybe last year or two years after like of college, mm-hmm. and then you started working. And I feel like I saw that's when I saw the biggest change in you. Mm-hmm. And so it's really I'm really happy to have you here, like talking about this. And of course, um, Betha will pitch in whenever she has something to say.
2: Yay.
0: If you're wondering, she doesn't have a mic. We I'm <laughs> experiencing technical difficulties. <laughs> But we'll figure it out. But yeah, she's going to like pitch in whenever she has some thoughts, questions, ideas. So I think I'll begin just like why I came up with this topic. Mm-hmm. And I was reading this book called The Untethered Soul. And they use this analogy of a person like, who has a thorn. Mm-hmm. And so they don't want to take the thorn out. So then they're like, okay, I have this thorn in my leg. I will avoid, you know, touching anything that causes pain. Right. So then they realize this life is it's causing me so much restriction, um, you know. I'm going to live in a bubble that way I'll make sure I don't have to worry about anything touching the thorn mm-hmm. and so this person ends up living this restricted life and they never get to do anything because they live in a physical bubble and that you know um, prevents them from being able to interact you know in daily life as one would be able to mm-hmm. and of course it's an analogy so it's actually pertaining to you know the, just the human struggle of some emotional thorns we might have and I remember I was once listening to this podcast and you know, the guest was talking about, like, these crazy things. He's tested his body to, like, the limits, you know, mm-hmm. in his mind. But he's too afraid to date. And I'm like, that's so interesting. And that is a thorn. That you, is. Yeah.
2: He's
0: uh-huh. built, like, this entire life. But, um, you know, that life is actually based on you avoiding touching that thorn. So you'll do mm-hmm. everything else but that thing. Um So I think I had, you know, some ideas of, like, why are people, you know, afraid of, the the light and i was curious number one like what is your um definition of light
1: um well that's a good question and i actually love the story that you just gave about um how you can walk around you know with a thorn in your leg and not you know try to take it out and Mm Actually, when you were saying it, I was like, that's a little scary, Mm -hmm. you know, because like what you're going to be missing out on just because you're not handling, you know, the phone part is is a lot of things. And um, and for me, I would say light is illumination. Um, It has a lot to do with seeing things. Um, Yeah. So I, I imagine myself closing my eyes and whatever I can't see is the opposite of that is like the fact that I can see the couch, you know, what color it is or the fact that I can see, you know, the the clouds during the day. Um, That light to me is illumination to see what is around me and what's coming at me.
0: Why do you think um, sometimes there's sides of ourselves we don't want to
2: see or other people to see?
1: Um, I think that's a great question and it's a big question. I mean, I don't think I could answer it, you know, completely, but I will try to my best understanding is um i think for me i would say maybe shame um there's things that you don't want people to know or you don't want not even people to know or just don't don't want to experience like like the thorn story you just gave out and then there's also like just the difficulty of you know dealing with some things when they're out um just the difficulty of the process Mm -hmm. you don't know or or even this uncertainty of it like you don't know what to expect When it's out, then what happens, you know, especially when, you know, like it's a lot of, you know, things could go west, east, south, not one way. So that could, you know, um, hinder me from just wanting to be in the light for something. Well, that's a little bit <laughs> i
0: think i really like it, the point you're saying about like mm-hmm. once it's out like the uncertainty mm-hmm. and i think there's some things there's a point of no return for something <laughs> right you can, like, once it's out there it's like it's it actually changes the nature of your relationships yep. and mm-hmm. if you don't have the skills or the support or mm-hmm. you know to walk through that that's like really difficult you know right. it can actually threaten a lot of your relationships or mm-hmm. like, whatever you're the thing you that you're doing yeah um, I think definitely also like the fear of being judged, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes that can be based on past experiences, right. and it can also be a current reality. Like maybe if that's like your the you know the the, the culture that you're in, mm-hmm. there are just some things that are not acceptable, you know. Right. So I think that fear in itself is real. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think I'll I'll explain us. I I would like to hear your experience. Um. Mine is like it's. I think. Something that changed my understanding of this topic mm-hmm. is the like the cross-section between what we're willing to go through mentally and emotionally mm-hmm. and what we can actually physically bear. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes your body physically cannot bear a certain amount of things. Mm-hmm. And one time, it's going to sound like really crazy, but... Well, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, In 2018, I was working in a coffee shop, Mm -hmm. and uh, the coffee shop is actually connected to where at that time was connected to where I'm working now, Mm -hmm. and they're, like, very social people. Like, relationships are a huge part of, like, the company culture. So for me, I did not grow up like that. Mm -hmm. Like, we didn't, like, I personally was not connected to people around me. Mm -hmm. And so as much as, like, I wanted to be social... We had, like, I don't know what was happening that day, but there was some kind of celebration. Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone came into the room. Everyone was, like, really open, happy, mm-hmm. you know, all that good stuff. And, like, the sound, I couldn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. Like, the sound, you know, like, how in movies, you see things, like, pausing. Yeah. I couldn't hear anything. And then I remember things went black for, like, maybe 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, like, Sometimes the things our bodies cannot handle. So mm-hmm. that was like a really scary moment for me. But mm-hmm. um, I think I've grown a lot past like social anxiety as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But i was curious to hear from you. Um, are there things you've had to overcome within yourself, and what has that process of letting light in been like for you?
1: Uh Yeah, I'm trying to think as way back as I can because I'm pretty sure I have a lot. Of- <laughs> I have a lot of experiences that I would, li- that I would like to admit. But um, again, talking about light, you're like, hey, I don't want my stories out here like that. But um, I think one of the things that comes to my mind was um, um, I needed to stop sucking my thumb. I sucked my thumb for like years when I was growing up. Um, in Kenya, we, we have the primary school system, or most of the schools do that. And I was in the, in that system. And I think I sucked my thumb until I was like, 13, you know, or 14. I, I mean, when you're 13 and 14, you're yeah. really grown. You can yeah. make decisions, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. and people, you know, have opinions, you know, of, of what you're doing. And I remember like every time people be like, stop stopping, sucking your thumb. You're such a big girl, you know? And I'd be like, yo, I like, don't, don't do that to me, you know? But yeah. the truth is like, that's something I needed to stop, you know? Yeah. So I would just reject people's, you know, yeah. like nudgings to stop sucking my thumb just yeah. because I don't want to face it. <clears throat> sorry I don't want to face it and then just because I thought ah, this is going to take such a long time you know yeah. this is a habit that I've had for so many years going up and it's been like something that helped me go through a lot. Um, when I was going through yeah. a lot of things that I would suck my thumb, and it would feel, I mean, the world would just be peaceful in a minute, you know? So with that, I was just like, this is too much to deal with, and I'm not ready to. So anytime even somebody with, like, good intentions to help me to stop sucking my thumb would come around, I'd just be like, yeah, you guys are just bullying me or something, you know, going to, like, right. victim mode and be like yeah. that. And I was like, yeah. mm-hmm. And I remember, I think, one day, like, um... One day I went to this youth conference and I remember I just don't know me and like, Mercy, like, that's an area that you actually need to grow in, you know? Like, a don't know me on my own. And I was like, I just bawled out crying. I was like, yeah, I can't believe it, but it's true. It's yeah. true. I need to yeah. grow in this. But yeah, so it's really, like, like you're saying, it's, it's really some of those areas you're like, man, I, I, I don't want this to be in the light. So you kind of yeah. try to control how people will think about what, you know, you need to deal right, with, right? Right, right. And, and some of those people, you know, of course, will just pull back and be like, okay, it's not time for her yet, you know, to think about it, but it's actually what right. you need, you know, yeah.
0: So looking back, I, mm-hmm. I know that's like... Um, as you said like there's several of those experiences you've had.
2: right mm-hmm. but
0: looking back at that and like maybe even other things that are coming to the back of your mind mm-hmm. i think a word that comes to my mind is trust
2: mm-hmm. because i've
0: had those feelings where mm-hmm. someone is like um chucking up on me and a part of me is like don't trust them why are they what do they want to find out right. you know? yeah. mm-hmm. and so and i think that's one thing that sometimes can keep people like from not letting the light in, you're mm-hmm. not. You're actually not identifying that as light. Mm-hmm. You're identifying it as a threat.
1: Yep, that's true. Just kind of
0: like what you're saying. Yep. they're judging me. They don't mm-hmm. understand. But you know what it's like. like Become a child. Like, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly that feeling mm-hmm. of being so seen can take you back to like a child, a, a child-like stage that you were in mm-hmm. when you felt like helpless. And you right. know what I mean. Yep. So I think that's yeah. Trust is like a huge aspect of that mm-hmm. um so I was curious like even when you are kind of like pushing back as you said people right. are trying to talk to you mm-hmm. and there's like a resistance you're pushing back mm-hmm. um and i'm curious to hear also i haven't mm-hmm. like, mentioned this to you <laughs> mm-hmm. before but i think something i've noticed about you is mm-hmm. and I, I think a lot of people can attest to this you're a very magnetic person mm-hmm. in the sense that you're very confident you're Maybe how you feel is different. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you what you see. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm
2: seen,
0: glad you said just yeah. what you see. <laughs> and like, mm-hmm. I feel like you're, um, as much as there are areas you're probably in your mind analyzing, you seem like self-assured in what mm-hmm. is important to you. Mm-hmm. And you know what you like. I think Mercy is a person who like, should, like, there's nothing you can do to change her mind. <laughs> like, when she knows what she likes or doesn't like, you can't change that.
1: I came and, to know about myself today guys
0: right, mm-hmm. so part of you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and i think um when i met you that was like bible study i think 2015 or something
2: mm-hmm.
0: and i remember like seeing you over time like taking on more responsibility mm-hmm. um becoming more social i remember one day i asked you i was like wow well, mercy you must be really extroverted and then you're like i'm actually not and i'm like what Stop. i'm not yeah yeah because i always had the perception that mm-hmm. um that was something that came naturally to you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So there are things that happened behind the curtains <laughs> that I didn't know about, but I feel like you have transformed as a person. Mm-hmm. Could you like, um, share a little bit about what that process has been like for you?
1: Wow. You, you have said a lot. I'm trying to leave it like wrap my mind about it. Uh, my mind, you know, my thoughts about it. But, um, let's see. First off, I'd like to say like, I don't feel any way extroverted. I think um, the thing is, I feel like I draw energy from people. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. like crowds, like, I don't know, crowds just give me energy. You know, sometimes, like, I feel like um, if it's good company, like, it energ- energizes me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm very, like, directly, proportionally affected by who's around me. Okay. And if I'm around, like, good company, like, yeah. you'll charge me up, you know? If I'm around like, ah, I don't feel like, you know, comfortable, I'm like thinking too much, you know, that will get me very quickly and you'll you'll probably not see me talking to anyone or, you know, having too much conversation. But, um, but yeah, so with that, just, um, like you're saying, um, you think I'm confident. I think the thing is, um, I think I just, (laughs) I go to a point where I was like, what is there to lose? You know, sometimes like there's, um, sometimes we're so much in in our heads and not, about what people are going to think or say. Yeah. And I think um, just losing very close people in my life, um, very close people, even recently, has made me realize that life is to be lived. You know, like I, I, I life is to be lived and it's not even perfection. It's not even, you know, um, what is it? It's not like um, I'm going to rehearse to like come and have a show later of, you know, how perfect this is going to be. So I think just um for me, just slowly thinking about life, life is to be lived has really helped me. Like I always ask yeah. myself, Mercy, if I, if I die today, you know, what, what am I going to tell God? Or like, you know, when he asked me, what did you do with the life I gave you? Yeah. Like, what am I going to tell him? And um the Bible actually talks about it. It's healthy to think about death. I know this is g- crazy. may sound crazy, yeah. but <laughs> But you know, it says like it's actually wise because I think it makes you realize like time is there's not a lot of time, yeah. and and like with that, it's precious. Like yeah. the scarcity of something makes it precious. You know that's why you know we love gold and diamonds because they're not everywhere. You know they're very specifically they've gone through so much process to be processed and to be found. And I think just realizing like just you know how short life can be here on Earth at least, and and like um, and like there's people who. Who I would love to do, I would have loved to have life here on earth and are not yeah. here with me. Yeah. That has really helped me to get out of that, you know, my mind about, you know, and try to just live by. I hope I'm answering your question.
0: <laughs> and our guest audience has Yay. a cue for us. Good Good to
3: so I actually just have a question um, for Mercy because when she said, uh, mm-hmm. when you, you said that, uh, you just made a decision. Mm-hmm. Was it like a an event in your life, or was it like multiple things over time that build you built like built in you the confidence to finally mm-hmm. step out and make that decision? Because mm-hmm. as you guys were talking. I don't know. I think we can relate to this mm-hmm. as women yeah. in general. Like, you're just conditioned to present yourself in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And you're conditioned to keep some things to yourself. You're mm-hmm. conditioned to have, like, I, I remember in, in like, college, I used to be like, I have, like, my ratchet friends. I have my spiritual <laughs> friends. You know what I mean? I have my friends I, mean, I can do this yes. with. And both, and both, because uh-huh. we've kind of learned, like, we've been conditioned to arrange, your organize your life accordingly, right. yeah. you mm-hmm. know, so that certain people only learn this version of you. And, mm-hmm. like, and then it would be, like, a scary thing if, like, I walked into a club and, like, mm-hmm. Mercy was there. I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't come with no verses yeah. on my hand. Yeah. Right. <laughs> John 360,
1: yes. Oh, my God, that one, that one. Yeah, Jesus wept. Exactly. <laughs> and then it's
3: yeah. it's just, like, this weird thing mm-hmm. when you start to grow up mm-hmm. and... I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but, like, even my parents would Mm -hmm. just... All of a sudden, just expect me to have this freedom within myself right. to express myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you told me for like 20 years, just mm-hmm. never do that. I wasn't mm-hmm. allowed to do that. That's not for you to do. be mm-hmm. out there like that. You can't be out there like that. You have to act this way. You have to talk like this. You have to be this way. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, I'm an adult. And it's like, yeah. feel free. Right. You are grown now. Mm-hmm. Do what you want to do. And mm-hmm. it's like, that thing doesn't just come like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... Just listening to you guys, I was mm-hmm. like, but mm-hmm. I've I've noticed even in my life
2: mm-hmm.
3: like how many things about my personality aren't even me. It's mm-hmm. what someone said they were mm-hmm. like proud of of me and then I just right. told myself that's who I was. Right. right. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So like people used to compare me to my dad my dad all the time. <laughs> and now Aww. growing up there's so many things that I'm like,
2: Yeah, but mm-hmm. like after a
3: while I ceased Like I stopped doing that because I enjoyed it. I started doing it because I liked the praise that I got Mm -hmm. because I did it. And now that I'm 24, almost 25, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like almost 25, it's like, did you like to, like, was that you to begin with? You know what I mean? How, how much of Mm -hmm. that, you know, it, it is that, and I feel like as a young adult, Sometimes you don't really. For me, I think I'm in the space where I don't even know what's dark or light <laughs> right now. Like it's just all these little It'd be like tiny that sometimes, pieces, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm trying to figure out what it is I've been hiding, what mm-hmm. things I've like convinced myself i wasn't hiding but i was mm-hmm. things i've convinced myself i was and i'm not and mm-hmm. and it just morphs into this crazy thing and so uh, i'm like no wonder we're so stressed in our 20 like there's just so mm-hmm. many things to uncover about ourselves and right. if you went 20 years lying to yourself right how how like i i was so impressed that you were able to answer like what light was because i was sitting there like i don't know <laughs> i don't yeah. know i'm still trying to figure out what things about me that I allow light in mm-hmm. and do I allow, allow light in because I'm confident in who I am mm-hmm. or I allow light in because that's what's expected of me.
2: Right. You
3: know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's why I was wondering, like, was it one big event in mm-hmm. your life? Cause I would say death is a big thing. I also right. lost someone mm-hmm. important this year and like that definitely like, yo, you have to, you have to live your life. Mm-hmm. You can't just be, you know, out here, but I also noticed that there are small incidences in the back of my head that Mm do you feel that way? That gave you the confidence that when this final event happened, Mm -hmm. pushed you over the edge to be like, I can't live my, like, I can't live my life like this anymore. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, you've said a lot of great things. Mm -hmm. First off, Mm -hmm. like I am trying to like just internalize and take it all in and we're very similar, you know, Mm -hmm. in a lot of, you know, um, in a lot of the things that you've actually said and, um, Speaking about, like, um, was it one big event or little things? I, I, I think it's actually little things, you know, with time. Because I can remember there's a picture of me, like, a long time ago. And we were told to introduce ourselves. And I was still sucking my thumb back then. Mm-hmm. And, and there's me just facing down, you know, not even able to say my name. in a group of, you know, it was at, like a family re- reunion yeah. thing, you know. And I'm like, these are my most comfortable people, right? I should yeah. be free here. And yeah. I was there, like... And I've I've ha- I've had that picture in my head for, like, the longest time. I think that one of those things that has helped me is actually that photo okay. where I'm just looking down, I'm like, mercy, what's happening there, you know? Mm-hmm. This was a safe place, you know? This yeah. was, like, people you're supposed to be really comfortable with, right? Mm-hmm. And it's true, like, they're my family, you know? I I mean, at least the people in that photo on the, in that room I didn't have any issues with, you know, that people yeah. I actually trust, you know? Yeah. And I asked myself like what was happening that and then I think I looked at that picture and I was like, no, this cannot be, you know, the definition of my life, you know? Mm-hmm. The definition of my life. I didn't want it to be like, oh, look at this little shy girl, you know, yeah. she can't even say her name, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like things like that. And I remember like the another thing that has that helped me back then was also my parents. I think them instilling, like just telling me, you know like, you're beautiful, you know, like, you're smart, you know, like, yeah. even, they never made a big deal about me sucking my thumb, I feel like the rest wow. of the people out here were the ones, you know, making yeah. a big deal out of it, yeah. but at home, like, it was just like, you know, you'll stop it when you, when you, wow. when you will, you know, it, there was no, like, they didn't go, you know, sometimes they even do crazy things to kids to stop sucking mm-hmm. thumbs and little habits like that, they, they didn't go through, the, they did not put those you know, things on me. And and I think that kind of helped me to slowly, like, be like, okay, come to my own realization, not because they pressured me, you know, but because, you know, I actually came to that point. And like I said, one of those little things that helped me is that photo, that I look so shy. And there's other photos too. I think photos have actually made, made made my life a lot better, <laughs> you know, funny. But I look back and I'm just like, wow, that was a lot happening to this girl here, you know. Like, but what am I from that girl to the girl right now, the woman right now, who am I, you know. And I'm like, okay, so what 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 did I enjoy back then, you know. What did I not like back then, you know. Is it something that I really love or something that I actually, you know, came to the realization, I actually don't like that stuff, you know. And I think, um, yeah, like I said, those photos have actually helped me. And I said, like, my parents helped me with, you know, just being confident in, in even even when they could see. You know how so, you, you're caught red-handed? That you know that you're being shy at that moment. That is,
2: yeah.
1: And that anybody can just use that against you, you know? Like, you feel so vulnerable, like, okay, fine, just go ahead, just say it, you know, yeah, just say it. Yeah. And then they don't. And you know that feeling that you get? Oh, my goodness. It's just like, yo, you're my person, you know? (laughs) Like, oh, such it's so, like, so warming and just so, you know, embracing and it's just like, oh, my goodness. Nothing to be shy about. Okay, it's okay, you know? Like, it's just okay. So I think just having... Like, yeah, I would give it up to my parents, wherever they are. God bless them, you know, for just... Love
2: you, mommy.
1: Mom. <laughs> yeah, for just that. So I think those little moments and then, you know, like I said, back home, I mean, a lot of... um, I I try not to let the people outside really get to my head. And I think that was just a blessing. You know, sometimes I believe in miracles. I, I really think God just mm-hmm. protected me because I, I'm, I'm thinking if uh, my identity should have been so messed up so messed up you know because in school people make fun of you yeah. you know and yeah. making fun of you for years it sticks with you. yeah it yeah. does and another thing I guess I can I can mention this is even back then I went to like a boarding school for a little bit in primary school and I was bedwetting mm-hmm. so imagine sucking your thumb and bedwetting and kids are ruthless you know how kids are like <laughs> they're just like uh-uh we're gonna make it you know a whole big deal and I, I I remember just telling my parents I can't go to boarding school anymore. Like I can't, you know. And they ask me, what is it? What is that? I was like, I can't. Like, they make fun of me. I'm not going to boarding school, you know. And and that that at least them listening to me and took me out of boarding school was actually a blessing, you know. That's why I say like I think my parents have really like helped me in that sense. In those in those critical moments where you're like this, it's a break or make moment. They at least for those two things they did. And, and I'm grateful for, like, I guess, yeah, for that. Mm-hmm.
2: Thank you for sharing that. I don't mm-hmm. that answer your
0: question? But yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I think two things that stick out to me mm-hmm. is, like, the power of seeing yourself. Mm-hmm. One, through the eyes of someone else. Mm-hmm. But one, seeing, like how you actually showing up to the world. Mm-hmm. Like, I know for me, and like, that's one of the things I can say is beneficial about like having good friends mm-hmm. or even going for therapy mm-hmm. is sometimes you're going through life in the experience of your emotions, mm-hmm. but then someone's like, okay, so when you did that, how do you think that came across to them? Mm-hmm. And you never think about stuff right. like that. And it like, sometimes even me thinking of like, um, I know sometimes like I, I don't want to be seen. Mm-hmm. And so it physically manifests in me. Like, um, my my body posture like closing Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. or standing on the outside Mm -hmm. so and then i started asking myself you know they can see you right (laughs) (laughs) what do you think is a message you're sending across Uh they can see that you're doing that Mm -hmm. i know for you for me it feels like i'm in my own little world but Mm -hmm. physically i'm there what is that sending yeah is it coming across as i'm disinterested is it coming across as you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like and then secondly as you're saying like that surprise when someone doesn't see you the way you feel about yourself Mm -hmm. is so healing and, yeah, I think that's, like, such a a way, that's a good way of helping people come into the light. It's not, as you're saying, mm-hmm. they weren't forcing you, like, mm-hmm. mercy times are wasting your protein now. <laughs> <laughs> but they're just, like, mm-hmm. you will, I know you will come out. I know mm-hmm. you can. And, and this is about you loving yourself where you are mm-hmm. and through that process. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes that's the fear. And, like, um... For me, growing up, I struggled a lot. Like, you know, every woman probably Mm -hmm. is struggling with body image. Mm -hmm. And then for me, the pressure was because I'm I'm like not, I wasn't a curvy person. Mm -hmm. Like that feeling of I'm like, I'm not woman enough. And Mm -hmm. and sometimes people make fun of me about that. Mm -hmm. And I remember like when I got like maybe into my 20s, I started like gaining weight. And I was like, yes, finally. And then like um, 2018 was a hard year for me. Mm -hmm. So I lost weight again. And if you're not careful, like, your confidence can go down with those fluctuations in your weight. But I had to remind myself, you have to love yourself even when you look like this. But mm-hmm. you can't allow that to fluctuate with mm-hmm. your insecurities because mm-hmm. you'll be so destabilized, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. That
3: when you talk about being uh, being afraid of... Why are people afraid of the light? Mm-hmm. Like, as you guys have discussed, like, two things come to my mind is that as a person, you're just afraid of evolving, which we touched on in the mm-hmm. beginning. That, like, she things are that. just... things <laughs> are <Facebook. laughs> Like, yeah. you are those things like we you two talked about earlier mm-hmm. are a comfort to you. Like yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's good to know that I, I know where the thorn is. I know it's mine. Mm-hmm. It's here. It's mine. And I know where it is. Yeah. And so when someone sees that or, or even when you start to mm-hmm. see it and are like, but like if it came out, like, you know, mm-hmm. you could move your leg like this. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, we've never <laughs> yeah. done that before, right. that kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy wow. to think about because when you're young, you can't wait. You, you're, you like, you're so excited to change. At least right. for me, like, mm-hmm. I couldn't wait until, like, you know, mm-hmm. like a woman, until I got my hips or, like, mm-hmm. breasts yeah. or had yeah. hair longer or mm-hmm. whatever. You were yeah. so excited to change. And then mm-hmm. as an adult, there's this fear of, like, oh, my God, like, mm-hmm wait, what? <laughs> like, I don't yeah. like this. I don't want to yeah. do this. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and then the other part is it goes to perception of other people. Mm-hmm. Are we afraid of the light? Because more people aren't telling people, aren't telling others, like you said, mm-hmm. like, uh, I can't remember what sermon it was, but there was a sermon that Pastor Todd taught a long time ago Mm -hmm. and the only thing i remember from that sermon is like he looked straight in the camera and was like your your personality is anointed and like that i didn't realize how much i needed to hear that Mm -hmm. but again everyone in this world has been conditioned to feel like you have to present yourself a certain way Mm -hmm. and when you feel like someone under someone recognizes that humanity is evolving therefore the person you are today is Mm -hmm. probably not who I'm expecting you to be 20 years from now so who you are today is loved is capable Mm -hmm. has purpose Mm -hmm. and that's enough like that gives you the confidence to be more open about the thorn in your leg. does that Mm -hmm. make sense you know Mm -hmm. and like I just feel like a lot of people don't do that um and in and, and sometimes we don't recognize it but it's the tiny comments that people like that people make not giving people the room to be different. Cause mm-hmm. even in some even in friendships, we box ourselves in. like you know how people will like make the jokes like in the group I'm the mom, in the group <laughs> I'm the funny one, in the mm-hmm. group I'm this and that, blah, blah blah blah. And then maybe the funny one wants to be sensitive mm-hmm. and they feel like that that part has been taken by the other person in the group. So I can't tap into that. Mm-hmm. And imagine if if even in our closest circles we made the people that we love feel like they are capable of being multiple things at once. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not just this one thing, this one personality of you that we really like, and we've decided like that's what we're gonna label mm-hmm. you as. Um, but when when um, we were talking, I was just like, yeah, I think part of it is, at least for me, just struggling with the fact like I don't know if I want to change because I don't know I don't know what the I don't know what the next step is from Mm -hmm. here, and that's scary, you know, and and feeling like there are things in my life I don't want, Mm -hmm. but like then if I don't want them, what do I want, you know, and and then that sends you down a rabbit hole, which is why it's important to have therapy Mm -hmm. or people who view you in a way that you don't necessarily view yourself that can guide you through all that Mm -hmm. questioning that you have in your mind. But I also think as support groups for mm-hmm. people out there, whether it's family or friends or churches or whatever, mm-hmm. like we need to make sure that we're not using limited words when we're describing the people that we love. Mm-hmm. Because it at least for me, I felt like for a really long time that mm-hmm. boxed me in into like the type of person I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And so if any time I felt something that was valid. I invalidated it because it was like, no, that's not, right. that's not how you, f- that's not how you really feel. You're not supposed to feel that. Mm-hmm. So if I feel that way, of course I'm never going to let the light in mm-hmm. because I don't think I'm supposed to be struggling with that. Or I don't mm-hmm. think I'm supposed to even be able to express that because that's not mm-hmm. my corner. That's mm-hmm. not my lane, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, words are powerful. Right. It's so crazy. Yeah.
0: That's
1: powerful. Oh, you sound like you're about <laughs> <laughs> nah, to No, I just like the way she's talking about, you know, like you're afraid to let the light in because you don't know what's gonna happen and the next move. And and I was just <clears throat> I was just thinking, like, um, where does this light come from? What is this light that we're trying to live come in? You know? Yeah. Um, is it the light that we want people to see at people's light in terms of like you just want to, you know. People out here to have to see something, you know? Or what is what is this light that's coming in? Where is it coming from? And that, that that's just the question I was going to ask. The
0: definition, the definition I use of light is mm-hmm. truth.
2: Because
0: mm-hmm. sometimes people can live in love, but that mm-hmm. love in itself is not true because it's selfish. Mm-hmm. So you're still living in darkness, even though you're doing a good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think, I know it's like a sketchy term, <laughs> but you know even like the phrase um, frequency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like frequency to me, my understanding, is your closeness to God. Mm -hmm. So the more you're living in truth, the more you're living in love, the more you're living in courage, Mm -hmm. the more you're living in all these things, you're raising your frequency and therefore you're increasing your amount of light Mm
2: -hmm.
0: or like revelation. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of like the definition I'm using of light. And Mm -hmm. as you're saying, sometimes light is today I'm quiet. Mm -hmm. Sometimes light is today I'm correcting you. Sometimes Mm -hmm. light is today I have a lot to learn from you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes light is... um, I'm broken and sometimes Mm. light is I'm broken but I still have something to say Mm -hmm. and um, no one can define that truth for you Mm -hmm. and I think that's the scariest the hardest part Mm -hmm. is because you can lie to yourself Mm -hmm. you know what I mean you can convince yourself that you know Mm -hmm. you're open in a certain area but ultimately it's between you and God Mm -hmm. the first person I I believe you need to be honest with yourself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but people can definitely help you get into that space
1: Mm Yeah, cause what I was thinking was, um, because I feel like it would be better if, if we knew where the light came from, yeah. if it's a trusted source, you know, like yeah. it's a trust yeah. issue, yeah. like, okay, yeah. it's okay for this light to be on me, you know, yeah. whatever you call the spotlight okay. or, you know, yeah. like it's, it's, it's here for good, you know, yeah. no, knowing that the light is, is, is good. It's here for my good kind of would help me you know be okay to let it in you know yeah. if you know you're opening the door to your friend you know like yeah. the way i came into your house and you know you opened the door yeah. like you're confident in opening that door right but if if you just had a knock or, you know somebody just said open the door and you don't know you don't know who they are or where they're coming wow. from the likelihood of you opening that door is like minute close to like negative right so that's what i'm i was thinking of we need to like kind of i feel like i i would like to know where that light is coming from because if i know it's if it's it's a trusted source you know it's it's for me you know it's for my good you know it's reliable then i'm okay with it illuminating me i don't know if it mm-hmm. makes sense and then whatever shows up I, I i can i'm i feel like i would be able to you know deal with it a lot better because i know this was good like this is wow. i don't know if it's making you know no, you're making, <laughs> yeah you're if, 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 if it's yeah that's why i was Trying to see, like, I think sometimes the light that we're trying to let in is not light. It ca- actually, it may look like light, but it's not light. You know, sometimes like those opinions of people were trying to let in, somebody yeah. telling you, you know, like, you're, you're like, oh, that, I don't think that's me. But, you know, so many people have said that that mm-hmm. about me yeah, and it's yeah. almost becoming a truth to you, but it's actually, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not true, you know, and, but just because so many people have said it, you know, it looks like light. It looks like yeah. truth. And you're actually accepting it, you know. <laughs> so that's what I was trying to see, like if I could really know where is this light coming from? Is it a trusted source? And which, for me as a Christian, is is God? Like I'm like, what is it? You know, if it's if if, if it's if it's coming from that, then I feel more, much more comfortable to face it. You know, I'm like, okay, okay. You, know, <laughs> you know, show me. You know, show me. You know. Yeah, like just, yeah, that's kind of what I was, I don't know, I had in my mind came up.
0: That actually goes hand in hand with what Bethel said too, about Mm -hmm. your personality is anointed. Because sometimes, um, you know, (laughs) sometimes you love people and you can be like, you're so quiet, you need to open up more. But maybe your quietness is anointed. Mm -hmm. Maybe your quietness is actually the thing that allows you to... Because so a lot of people speak, I feel like when there's a gift in listening mm-hmm. because you're um, gaining information you did not have before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So maybe that person in that quietness, mm-hmm. it's a gift because there's So much they're taking in and processing that ultimately, in the end, they'll have more to offer. Mm
2: -hmm. But we
0: feel like we're helping people by saying, you need to be more open, you Mm -hmm. know? And that's what you're saying, the trusting. Mm -hmm. That's not even light at that point Mm -hmm. because it's not based on truth. So what do you guys think is a way of gauging this is like actual light? Mm -hmm. Or is this just people's opinions? Or is it just another option, but it's not me? Mm -hmm. Sometimes sometimes things can be like, like, this is an option I could go to, Mm -hmm. but I'll I'll admit admit it's not for me.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a, great yeah, that's a good question. That's a good
3: question. the word that's coming to me is mm-hmm. just identity, mm-hmm. which is like everybody loves using that word. <laughs> it's a big um, word, and it's also not the it's also not the easiest word to throw around because it's not the easiest thing to define for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the easiest thing to to say, mm-hmm. but again. I feel like my my quick cop out, which works for me, is that mm-hmm. I, I know Jesus, so like <laughs> right. my identity is in there. Yeah. But there were times where I didn't know Jesus as much yeah. as I know Him now, mm-hmm. and so my identity was in my school, my mm-hmm. identity was in my career, my identity was in my parents being proud of me, mm-hmm. my identity was in what my friends thought of me. Like it was all these things, and. I I feel like once you have that and you're confident in Mm -hmm. where you rest your head at the end of the at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. like being able to live freely Mm -hmm. is just so much easier. Like my mother is the perfect example of that. Like Mm -hmm. my dad is a very outgoing Talkative person Mm -hmm. My mom is very quiet Mm -hmm. And if you meet her A lot of times People think she's Very antisocial Because she's just The type of person Who Mm -hmm. does not like Being seen She doesn't like People making a big deal About her She Mm -hmm. doesn't like Doing that and at the time, people used to come up to her and say things like, your husband can't be out there, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And you're just sitting here and mm-hmm. you make your tea. Or my mom would leave because she's had it. Like she's one of those people who charges up when she's by herself. Mm-hmm. So sometimes being around people for long periods of time starts mm-hmm. to drain her and then she can't do it anymore. And, um, I remember one day her telling me like, But I'm okay. Mm -hmm. I'm okay like this. And Mm -hmm. and I think my dad one time he did a like a thing at Pambazooka or something like that Mm -hmm. and had said that a lot of people like like basically skip out on her, Mm -hmm. but she's a very wise woman Mm -hmm. simply because she spends more time listening than talking to people. Mm -hmm. And there are times like my dad would say so much and my mom Mm -hmm. would say like two lines Mm -hmm. and we're like (laughs) (laughs) and and she's learned she's learned to do that but then she's also learned to give her grace to be give herself the grace to be like Mm -hmm. the older she's gotten like we've made we've made jokes about how she's all of a sudden become the funnier one between my dad and i and like she talks a lot more than she used to she's given herself the grace to be like and i'm allowed to change you know and But I think that comes from the part that, like, she knows where she puts her head at Mm -hmm. at the end of the night. She knows Mm -hmm. where her rest is at the end of the night. Um, and so whatever switches that happen, Mm -hmm. if she knows that's from Christ, she's Mm -hmm. confident walking in that personality or work, walking in that trait or character or Mm -hmm. whatever it is that is being worked on. And so I get, like, my advice to people is that, I mean whoever you are out in the world like we all know there's something bigger than us out there because Mm -hmm. there's just so many questions and very few answers (laughs) um but the truth is like as at least for me even when I was going through that time of searching we know when something's not working Mm -hmm. and you're convincing yourself that it is but we all know when it's not working and so like identity is one of those things you just keep you keep looking to see where it sticks. You keep mm-hmm. looking to where it where it sticks, and you wake up and you're still you're still confident in yourself, you know. And mm-hmm. and personally, finding my identity and who Christ has called me to be, which is His, and mm-hmm. He hasn't defined that to the T to be like as a woman, and this is this is the the thing, and you can, you have to talk like this and be like mm-hmm. this. And no, no, no. He has he has anointed my whole being. Mm-hmm. That is helping me learn. To be confident in who I am every single day. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. And then mm-hmm. when you know Jesus, things aren't that not, not <laughs> easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a, sur- it's a search. And sometimes I also think, like, we're too lazy. We don't want to do that work either, you know? It's, it's not getting it exhausting. <laughs> I still want to see people after that and say, I just need a nap and,
1: like, some right. tea. Right. <laughs> chocolate yeah. we'll do. so there's
3: that that thing it, it takes work and i yeah. feel like we have people who are trying and it's mm-hmm. hard and then you have people who just think that like it should just come to me it should mm-hmm. just yeah. it should fall in my lap i should know what type of person i'm supposed yeah. to be and mm-hmm. it and, yeah. and it gets frustrating when it's not coming easy and then mm-hmm. you know don't give up on yourself because mm-hmm. whoever you're supposed to be is needed that's mm-hmm. why you're here
2: right. and
3: i think for me that's that's partly what drives me is that like And I think maybe that's, that's selfish. So I probably have to work on that too. But the idea that like they, they someone out there Mm -hmm. who my form of kindness or my form of love Mm -hmm. or my form of compassion or whatever is Mm going to brighten their day. Mm -hmm. And if I refuse. If I refuse myself the ability to first give myself that, mm-hmm. how can I say I love the world and I want the world to change, or well, I love the people in the world and blah, blah blah, and I'm not working on being able to give myself away in that mm-hmm. in that form, you know? So that that has really helped me, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I think for me the distinction is like you just have to you. There has to be some foundation that at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you're like, no matter what, mm-hmm. I know that this is, where I, this is where my home is, you know, mm-hmm. this is where I need to be. Um, and of course, that's that brings up all kinds of different conversations because mm-hmm. people find themselves in different things. Mm-hmm. So sure.
0: sure. the, the process for, for me, that's like coming to mind when you say that mm-hmm. is
2: like
0: combining like what all of, both of you are saying mm-hmm. is it's a process of number one information. So mm-hmm. you're getting your information from reliable people who love you mm-hmm. and people who also ideally are living the life that you believe in. Like mm-hmm. they have to represent your values too, you know. And then um, the second part is now you're taking that information. It's not yet a fact. It's mm-hmm. so now, as you're saying, you're taking it and you're this deciding. Like I feel like peace is a big, for at least for me, in my mm-hmm. process, peace is a big part of that. Mm-hmm. So it can be good, but if I don't have peace with it, it might not be... Um, mm-hmm. Light for me, mm-hmm. and then after that, you're now taking it to God. Like, mm-hmm. God is this real? Like, can you reveal that to me? Mm-hmm. And I think when, when I feel like when it's God, like there's wind in your sails, even if there's like a storm, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. in the sense that you feel like you kind of like propel. You start, meeting. I don't know if this happens to you guys, mm-hmm. but you start seeing YouTube videos that are relevant <laughs> to what <you're laughs> <going through. laughs> that happened? or someone at the store says something. It just starts somehow coming together. It's uh-huh. a thing in the most subtle of ways, right? But I feel like when you open to that process, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. starting right there. Um, so my next question, I think mm-hmm. this one is now pertaining to ego. Because I think mm-hmm. we've talked about like trust and right. shame being a part of that process.
2: Mm-hmm. I feel like
0: pride also is a part of that growth.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I'm actually really happy you're both here because mm-hmm. you're two people that come to mind and I think about um, people who live like selflessly. You know? I wish. I'll start with, with Mercy. I think one of the things, as I said, like when I see how number one, you're committed in, you know, your church space. Yes. And I think Mercy is such a committed friend. Mm-hmm. Like if there's someone who like <laughs> up on you consistently and will correct you, because I feel like there are friends who are there when you're fun, but then they don't want to tell you the hard truth, you know what I
2: mean?
0: And I feel like when you have the energy, you mm-hmm. do things, whether it's like flying to see your family and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's easy to be like, I just need this weekend to my, you know exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly, which there is a truth to that. Yep, there, there is, is a lot of truth. truth, truth. There's mm-hmm. definitely like a balance mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's there has to be a death of ego, which mm-hmm. is like your level of self importance. Mm-hmm. And I see the same character traits with you, Bethel. Mm-hmm. And like, um, this is such a small example, mm-hmm. but last was it last week when we went um shopping. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> we didn't have coins to put into like the cart at Aldi, mm-hmm. and so we were going and we we're shopping with Sarah and like. Bethel's just like, carrying these boxes. Like, she's not complaining.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, like, Sarah just, like, putting stuff
0: in there. And to mm-hmm. me, that was such an example of, like, death to the ego that you can show up for. And that's a small example. Mm-hmm. But you can show up for a friend to, to a point where it's not even a burden to you. It's mm-hmm. not even a, like, you are not even thinking yeah. about okay. yourself. Yeah. Right. Like, this is weird. It's just like, what else do we need? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that level of selflessness, mm-hmm. I think, is so powerful. And I think um, it's a part of that process. And I think it's interesting because... There's an influx of information, like on YouTube, mm-hmm. like how to live your best life, how to not care what people. It's like very self-centered, me, me. and we yeah. see that self-centeredness as power, yes. but it's actually more powerful in self, in death of self, mm-hmm. because the way you're showing up is having a bigger wave
2: on mm-hmm. the people
0: you know around you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but so one one was curious to hear what are your thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Um, And secondly, uh, what do you think is a balance between taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. and mastering your ego?
3: Mercy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I have been voluntold <laughs> at this You're point. Mm-hmm. But thank you, thank you so much um for encouraging us. Um and um I was gonna say the same thing about you too, and yeah. then I remember it actually, um when we went to Maryland for my friend's bridal shower, someone you had you know, you are not even friends with, you know, and a lot happened. Yeah. And we had to, you know, to work in very interesting, you know, circumstances.
3: And I was <laughs>
1: and I was like, I I hope my friends, you know, stay together, stay together. And yeah. you went above and beyond and acted like there was nothing wrong yeah. happening, you know. Everything was perfect and you know, and God blessed her. And I yeah, to this day I'm just like, Wow, you know, I still remember, I'm like, Wow, Veronica that day still will forever be in my mind you yeah. know so yeah so the way you're, you're talking about us is the same thing we'll say about you too, and, and a lot more examples of course and um, and um, talking about ego and pride I think that's a struggle for every day honestly right. <laughs> you know you like, to be <laughs> tomorrow something shows <laughs> up you know it's like oh yeah. I don't know like we, we we're very I, I guess for our humanity or humanness Mm-hmm. We, we love, you know, to choose ourselves first. Mm-hmm. That's our go to. That's like our yeah. default setting. Yeah. And, um, and I think, you know, that's why even like the Bible will tell us, you know, um, think about others better than you. Mm-hmm. And that, that you can just hearing that you're like, so am I terrible? Should I think, you know, like, mm-hmm. right. you know, there's that also negative side that you may think that it means like that. But, um, but what you're saying today is actually, you know, um, that selfless love mm-hmm. that, um, you know, taking, taking other people's needs before yours and like trying to see even also the, the healthy balance to that actually too and um i think for me with my struggle with like ego and pride you know i always ask myself even when i'm doing like good things mm. they look good like the perception yes. you know people think this is cool yes. you know you're like oh mercy's That's very selfless you like, know mm-hmm. you yeah. such a good friend meanwhile yeah. i did that for myself yeah. you know and hey, man, like I have those struggles. I go to God. I'm just like God. I'm terrible. You know, yes. like I am yes. terrible, terrible. That was not, you know, the God. The, the funny thing is how God says He looks at our intentions. Man, that that keeps you humble. Does. That does. Yes. That does. You know, at the end of the day, when you remember, you know, for me, I try to remind myself that it's Not these people watching, it's actually God, like, right? And He's like seeing every Everything. little detail yeah, to yeah, the yeah. T, you I know. <laughs> <to> you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you saw that,
1: and you, and you patted yourself, you're yeah. like, Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, good, yes. I'm good. Oh, you, so, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know. And I remember like one example, like a long time ago when we were growing up and we were kids, and um, I think uh, because I'm the last one in my family, and I think my dad brought some food or some, some candy, I can't remember what exactly it was was and then he gave it to me and did give, give it to my siblings you know it was just one and then I went to show off to my siblings right like look what I got you guys did not get anything guess what my dad took it out took took it out and he actually gave it to them and I had nothing like it it was such like, so humiliating and so humbling you know and you know you know my family and his kids, <laughs> and his kids, kids. oh my goodness and they went in with that and I was just like what did I just do? <laughs> One minute I was, there, you know, the queen of the island, yeah. and then the next minute, you know, I was over there eating with the pigs. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's like yes. uh, that to me has always it has stayed with me for like the longest wow. time. You know, whenever I hear some ego coming in, I just remind myself, remember, yeah. remember that feeling you had back yeah. then. You know, and I'm, and that's why I said like for me it's a, it's a struggle every day, and I think um that's why God God Jesus was just like y'all, Yo, you gotta. You know, give give your lives down, put your lives down every single day, and pick up this cross and follow me every single day. That means, like, you know, what, what we're saying that you know, every day we struggle with it, and it's it's you know, it comes so easy to us. But yeah, that's <laughs> that. Those were my little thoughts. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, um, I I agree with her. Like, it, it encouraged me to hear you describe me that way because mm-hmm. lately I've been struggling with feeling like I am feeling selfish, mm-hmm. um, just because. God has been reminding me multiple times that just because you think you've arrived, you haven't. And so every time you think you've dealt with your pride,
2: Mm -hmm. you really haven't.
3: And, um, it comes down to that intention because, Again, you said our world right now is very like hustle and do Mm -hmm. everything that you can and get yours, secure the bag, all of these things. And so Mm -hmm. there's a pride that comes with being the person that Mm -hmm. only slept 30 minutes last night or, Mm -hmm. you know, had the, you know, I've been working hard (laughs) and Mm -hmm. I've paid for everybody else. And Mm -hmm. so I think when I was younger, I found pride in the fact that I stretched myself so thin. Mm. And that's what I found my pride in Mm was that like anybody could count on me. And my parents Mm -hmm. used to joke and call me mama Africa because they'd be like, (laughs) anybody asked me for anything Mm -hmm. and I would do it. I would just be like, okay, Mm -hmm. yes, yes, yes. And like she said, Mm -hmm. half those things. We weren't really doing it because I, it's because I, I like the idea that mm-hmm. when people met me, they'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, you're met, mm-hmm. You're the one that helps so-and-so. Oh, my God, you're so kind, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And, then, of course, who doesn't want to yeah. hear that right. as your first perception of me? Mm-hmm. You've never even met me, but that's what you think about me, mm-hmm. you know? And I was trying so hard to keep up with that. Mm-hmm. And, like, this ties into your question about self-care. Mm-hmm. Man, I was I was drowning because Mm -hmm. I couldn't keep up. Mm -hmm. I couldn't keep up. Especially when it's coming from a place that's not being filled by God, me personally, like Mm -hmm. you just can't keep up. So you're scraping Mm -hmm. at whatever you have left to try and make it work. And Mm -hmm. then you find that then the people in your life who love you recognize where where your things are coming from Mm -hmm. and then you turn you start becoming manipulative and you didn't Mm -hmm. even realize it. And it's like all these things just start happening. And so for me, um, God has really used, which I think a lot of people can say about 2020, God mm-hmm. used 2020 mm-hmm. to humble me a lot, uh, to basically be like, listen, yes, on the outside, everybody sees this, mm-hmm. but when you did that, that's what I saw, and that's mm-hmm. not what I want to see at all, you know, mm-hmm. and so one, one good example is that my job when I got hired I was so excited because I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a paramedic, and I get to tell everybody I'm a paramedic." <laughs> mm-hmm. And like the first couple weeks when I started, they put me on this thing called like wheelchair transport. Where basically, mm-hmm. your job is to pick up patients and take them to appointments or bring them home.
2: That's
3: mm-hmm. not fun, exciting stuff. But... I'm not saving lives. Mm-hmm. And I, I I got this job so I could save lives, mm-hmm. you know. And I remember one time I was driving, I'm trying to have like a nice conversation with this lady, but in my head, I was like, Man, I went through all this school to do this, and I should be out there saving lives. And I'm over <laughs> here just taking this old lady back home and blah 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 blah. And then God was like, So is this not serving to you? Mm. And I was like, Oh no, it is, it's just not the kind of serving I want to do. He was mm. like, Oh, okay, so you you get to like you get to call that, mm. you know? And then, you know, he and then um, I was like, no, no, it's not like that. It's not like that. But the part that hurt me was that. So then, when you smile and you say, "Have a good day," and you pull them in, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. blah do you really say you? Do you really want to say you're a compassionate mm-hmm. person? Are you really kind? Mm-hmm. If the whole ride, this is what you're talking about in your head, mm-hmm. and then when you get out, you're like, well, wow, sweetheart, you know, you oh, have yeah. a great day, and yeah. you know that type of thing. And I was like, hey, no, that's not what I want. And mm-hmm. so that that really. That really woke me up to mm-hmm. recognize that it is something we have to be... Is the word stealth? 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 I don't know, but I yeah. like that word. Like, is it stealth? Yeah, stealth, hiding. Oh, it's hiding. It's mm-hmm. hiding? Yeah. No, what's the one where you have to be super... Um, man, vigilant? vigilant. 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 You have to be mm-hmm. vigilant just mm-hmm. because pride, like you said, that was a great statement, is our... Is our default setting Mm -hmm. like you just, you, you bounce it back into it. You don't even recognize you're doing it. You're Mm -hmm. just doing it. Mm -hmm. And so I've had to learn to be very vigilant in my yeses to be like, where, Mm -hmm. where is that? Where is that coming from? Why am I saying yes? Mm -hmm. Okay. Is it about me at all and anything I do? And that's really, really hard. That's really hard because there's also. There's also, there's pride in yes and there's yeah. pride in no. And, no. Yep. and I am learning that there's kindness and compassion and saying mm-hmm. no. And that's where the self-care thing, which is a new thing for me, mm-hmm. is coming to understand that, like,
2: mm-hmm. there
3: there is a pride in me feeling like I couldn't say no. Mm-hmm. And so I'm learning to unlearn that. <laughs> um, I don't think I should be the person telling anybody about self-care because I do not do well at it. I know it's something that I need to get better at. But I also think that I'm also overcoming a lot of, like, like I said, just a lot of conditioning. Um, And we've talked about this. Like, I think being firstborn in the family, there's a lot of conditioning to make sure you get yours and you get it quick. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of conditioning being immigrant children to Mm -hmm. feel like no second goes by that you're not doing something important with your life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like... Unlearning that type mm-hmm. of behavior. Cause when yeah. you come here, you mm-hmm. hit the ground running. Cause your parents are like, I brought you across the Atlantic <laughs> yeah. to come here. I didn't mm-hmm. bring you to play video games. I didn't bring you to make friends. <laughs> you know, they used it's to the say things that. like that. Yeah. They used to yeah. say things like, I didn't bring you here to make friends. Mm-hmm. Like, just even something like that. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't bring you here to make friends. And so, like, then the older you get, you don't mm-hmm. realize how much of that still sits in your head. And so, Like, even Sarah had to help me. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to sit still. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to not be doing something, Something. you Mm -hmm. know? Like, I had to have three jobs or Mm -hmm. I had to have four jobs and take 19 credits and and be on a research thing. And, Mm -hmm. like, because it was, like, every second counted, I had to feel like I was making up for something in Mm -hmm. some way. Um, And, yeah, it just messes you up. Mm -hmm. So I would say, man, take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Take care of yourself. Um, But I think the first step into that is like you just said, you have to be honest with you first. And Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot in this world, even people who say hustle hard, hustle hard, Mm -hmm. it's all about projecting a version of yourself to everybody else Mm -hmm. out there versus on what, on who you are, Mm -hmm. because those people, family, there's no family that can sustain someone who's out there working a hundred and something hours. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're getting yours and you can come out and show your money and yeah. the vacations you get to take them on and all this type of stuff. But the truth is, like, even even as much as we've complicated life, the older I get, human beings are very simple. We're very simple to the core. The things we need mm-hmm. are very simple. And what makes life difficult is we complicate all the simple things, you know. Mm-hmm. We want closeness. We want community. We want... We want authentic authenticity. That's what we want from each other. And yet we've complicated how we even show that. You know what I mean? Like doesn't it this is just a sidebar, but like isn't it interesting to you how we're like even defining what authentic people are?
2: Mm-hmm. Like
3: yeah. now we've made like a standard for what an authentic yeah. person looks like or what a natural person looks like or mm-hmm. what, you know, all this type of stuff. And so now people feel like in order for me to f- come off that way, I have to sound like that's this nice. and yeah, make that. deep quotes every 20 seconds because <laughs> that's how I think every single time. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's just, we have just complicated everything mm-hmm. and, And yet really and all that is pride. Like we Mm -hmm. you need to have the next person know Mm -hmm. that you're leveling up. Now, mm-hmm. growth is a competition. Mm-hmm. Now, self discovery is a competition. competition. Now, Ooh. finding yourself is a competition. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's for you, dog. Like, it doesn't, it's not for everybody else, you know? But not everybody's out there, like, you know, mm-hmm. do therapy. And then the next person is like, oh, I did this today. And mm-hmm. oh, blah, 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 blah. And oh, self care. Mm-hmm. And then, are you really doing self care? If you're doing yeah. self care so other people can know you're doing self care. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just this. This uh, cycle that mm-hmm. I feel like we put ourselves in, and just because we complicate all the simple stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I have to say about mm-hmm. that. I felt like I rambled, but no, not at you all. did good. <laughs> That's how I you feel about, mm-hmm. about that too. How about you?
0: This is a really deep topic. Um, so for me, <laughs> very I think, yeah.
1: so, <laughs> so, <laughs> have to stretch.
0: <laughs> <You're> <laughs> the, the first thing that comes to to my mind is self concept. Mm-hmm. We want to know how we fit into this world. I'm a hard worker. Mm-hmm. I'm a family person. I am mm-hmm. creative. I'm loving. I'm adventurous. And as you're saying, I think going back to the idea of evolving, mm-hmm. it's scary because it's like, I, when I was this person, I was guaranteed these results, mm-hmm. this approval, this attention, mm-hmm. this, whether well, it's money, whether well, it's love, whatever There's mm-hmm. these friends like access to even Mm -hmm. social groups Mm -hmm. so part of evolving is scary because now that your self concept is changing Mm -hmm. the contingency is also affected it's um, you know friends used to know me as like that that fun person Mm -hmm. now that I'm talking more you know about things that I'm actually going through it's Mm -hmm. like ooh will I still fit into this circle Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. what if I'm making them Mm uncomfortable? what if they feel judged by me you know you know uh, talking about these other things Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes that's why it's so easy to go back to that place of, I need to know how I fit into this world. Mm-hmm. I, need to know, I need to know that I'm a good friend. Let me measure how I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And then another part of that is when you're growing up, like you you don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. So everyone around you is telling you who you are.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mom and dad said, oh, you got me tea. You're so mm-hmm. thoughtful. You know? <laughs> yeah. it's <laughs> like,
2: uh-huh. you grow
0: up and you haven't quite learned now that I'm not expecting my parents to do that, where do I find that voice telling me I'm doing right? Mm-hmm. I know. I'll post something on social media. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn, girl, you graduated. Yeah,
3: congrats. <laughs> and so there's
0: mm-hmm. all these ways, and you don't realize it. Like, because you, do, you no longer have that voice telling you, you're, you're doing well because X, Y, Z. You're looking for other ways. I need information. How am I doing? Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, it's an uncomfortable thought that, Identity is baseless. Mm. Like, let me. Like, for instance, I, like, just this, when we we're talking about this thing about mm-hmm. the rest. Mm. What if God said for a whole year I want you to
1: rest?
2: Mm.
0: I would struggle. Like, same. I would
3: find things it's a to de- do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a demon. That's, what that's
1: what it is. It's a lazy demon.
3: That's yeah. what it is. A demon. God told
0: you that, <laughs> to know who's your identity based on because you're not mm-hmm. working, mm-hmm. you're not doing, so yeah. who am I now? Yeah. That's such an uncomfortable thought mm-hmm. to sit yeah. with. That's who you are
3: is not contingent on any mm-hmm. anything or anyone around That's you. Good. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That was me last year, mm-hmm. honestly. I felt like God was pausing every opportunity I had. So that I could rest, and mm-hmm. it was really hard because then I realized a lot of times I would be oh, my identity is in Christ. No, it wasn't. It was kind of being busy. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it was even not just being busy; it was the perception of mm-hmm. being busy, you know. Mm-hmm. And so when people would walk up to me and be like, "Oh my God, Beto, you're so smart. You must be in medical school mm-hmm. now," and I'm like, "No,", mm-hmm. no. and then. Mm-hmm. It, Not that I didn't have confidence Mm -hmm. in myself that that will eventually happen. Mm -hmm. It was just the fact that someone thought that's where I should be, Mm -hmm. and I wasn't. So then I was like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. now I have to try and explain myself. And all of these things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. explaining yourself. It's Mm -hmm. disgusting. Very. It puts you on the defense, for sure. right? Yeah, all the Mm -hmm. time. Like you said at the beginning, where it's like, when someone asks you a question, you Mm -hmm. immediately think they're trying to find something out about you so they can use it against yeah. you, you know? yeah. and it's not necessarily like to actually like know you
2: mm-hmm. and so
3: even even like you see it now even here when people are just like how are you and you've already responded mm-hmm. fine before they finish saying what they're <laughs> saying and then you're like how are you fine fine Ooh. fine and you just keep mm-hmm. walking yeah. mm-hmm. and I remember the first time I ever told someone like I was just honest and mm-hmm. I was like Oh I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Alright, great. And they just kept going because we, we don't wanna talk him. about this? Because <laughs> <laughs> they didn't wanna hear. It. Mm-hmm. We don't wanna hear it because right. the truth is that's a perception. We're fine, fine, mm-hmm. fine, fine, fine. And you just you know, you just keep going like that. Yeah. Or even you notice people who we get real uncomfortable when mm-hmm. people are honest about how they feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like real uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Almost like you feel like you have to have the solution to their problem mm-hmm. right now.
2: Mm-hmm. They
3: can't just express themselves, and you yeah. nod your head, and mm-hmm. you, you know, you say okay. And so, ah, it's just yeah. You hit it right. You hit <laughs> yeah. it right there. Right. Like you just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why we complicate
1: it. <laughs> I think for me, like um, one thing, like for rest or self care. I would say like, um, sometimes we think like rest is not godly, you know? Yeah. But it is Within like, time, it yeah. is, <laughs> it is like in the core of godliness, you know? Yeah. And I mean, if God himself rested for a whole day, then who are we? Like to think we can, you know, go against that and still yeah, be okay, you know? Yeah. And, um, and I, and I remembered like, um, I was listening to this preacher and he was saying about, he was just being out how, like, we, 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 t- we talked about light earlier, here, and, um, and he said, um, something like, oh, just remember, you're not the light, you know? Cause I'm talking, <laughs> <the old boy. laughs> You're not the light, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you right? aren't the light itself, you know, because sometimes it's we get busy ourselves busy too. and yeah. caring about things. You know, like the way we're saying being selfless, too, in the name of being selfless yeah. Yeah. that we become, oh, you're the savior now. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, look at you. You're yeah. saving the day. You're the knight in shining armor, you yeah. know, like those things. But just to remember that. You're not that, you know, like you're not, we're not Jesus Christ. We're not the ones dying for people, you know, like, you know, to save them from this. That that happened and it's already done, you know, and there's nothing, there's no amount of care that we can care beyond God. You know, sometimes I feel like we, 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 we we want to care more than, you know, Mm -hmm. more than even beyond like more than he cares, you know, even when God tells us, oh, you you need not to care about that. Like you need not to like, you know, spend time caring about about it or worrying about it. But was to go ahead because you know, and that's just you know us saying, yeah, I care more more about those people than you do, God. You know, I do care. But like
0: God told you leave and you are like, I can't, I yeah. just love you. Yeah, I, really, I love so You pray for exactly,
1: <today. laughs> right? You want to keep doing that, you know. And it's yeah, it's Dang. very, it's a very yeah. Oh. Thank you for this. This is very digging in deep and you know letting us yeah. reflect on what what to improve on and you know just ways. Um, did we talk about our egos dying? Kinda, of, sorta. Kind
2: of. I think we
1: we added it.
3: We did. I mean, if you have something to add,
1: I was, I was I was trying to remember this story um, in the Bible about like when it talks about how a seed has to go into the ground for it it dies and then mm-hmm. the, yeah. you know becomes fruitful. Yeah. I think it's you know Jesus talking about his death and how he has to you know die and oh, then so that he can save us all. And I was like, it's, it's a beautiful thing to actually, you know, let our egos die because something beautiful comes out of it, you know, this, I don't know, multiplication comes, you know, right. growth mm-hmm. comes and, you know, it's, it's not like death is not, it's such a bad thing in, in, in those areas. And like, it's not such a, you know, it's actually, it actually symbolizes life in some sort, some, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Okay.
3: I have a final question because mm-hmm. We we talked about this last Sunday, but I'm trying to learn how to have deep, reflective conversations Mm -hmm. and then walk away and say, okay, like, practically, but what am I going to do? Right. So with everything we've discussed today about letting the light in Mm -hmm. and and ego and death of ego and self-care and balance, like, as you guys look through your lives and the things you have tried or Mm -hmm. want to try that maybe we can encourage each other to go out there and try... What are practical ways Mm -hmm. to actually apply this to our lives so that, you know, it's not just a great conversation? (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You want to go first? Sure.
0: (laughs) For me, I know for sure the two areas, the area in my life right now that Mm -hmm. I need um, quote unquote to heighten is definitely relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think. Yes, you can go fast alone, but you can go farther with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think life is meant to be shared. That's part of the joy of it. But I haven't experienced that joy because I haven't allowed myself to trust people mm-hmm. for whatever um, reasons. Um, it's for another day. <laughs> <laughs> but I think one is... Like, I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been reaching out to more. Yes. yes. And I, mm-hmm. I didn't realize, a part of me always longed for that, mm-hmm. but I didn't allow myself to want that. Mm-hmm. I didn't allow myself to, it just felt embarrassing to feel like I needed people.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so I think for me right now, in this process, my, my lesson is, be honest about what you want mm-hmm. like if you care if you miss someone like it's okay mm-hmm. reach out mm-hmm. if you're seeing someone's in you know, I think sometimes it's that hesitation of um, oh, I feel like they need someone I just don't know if I'm that person right. and it's okay to look stupid for the right yeah. reasons you know mm-hmm. yeah. so that's part of death to the ego mm-hmm. I tried to help them on and they rejected me mm-hmm. I tried to check up on them and they, they don't yeah. want me around mm-hmm. and that's okay right and then <laughs>
2: <laughs> the O N K. okay <laughs>
0: And then the second part, which I think um, I want to like, you know, invite even you guys and like even um, more of my circle, Mm -hmm. is I actually do need people to like speak into what they're seeing in me Mm -hmm. because that's something I haven't given people room for Mm -hmm. because it always felt embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it almost feels like you're losing your power Mm -hmm. when like just that feeling of they're right. Mm
2: -hmm. You know, it takes humility. It (laughs) takes
0: humility to say that Mm -hmm. they're right. Mm -hmm. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> that I can do better. It, it does take humility and to change, mm-hmm. not just to accept it, but to actually change. Mm-hmm. And people mm-hmm. watching you change, it takes so much humility to say like, mm-hmm. "I thought I had the answer, but actually I don't." Mm-hmm. So I would say those are the, the two areas, and I think um as that grows, like God can even use me more if it's like reach out to this person.
2: Mm-hmm. That, you know, I think that's the process mm-hmm. for me right now.
1: Yeah. I think, I think that those are really good, like, you know, takeaway points and really practical. And I would say for me in this season, um, is saying no saying no. I'm more on the, I need some self-care. Yes. I'm <laughs> more on that. So yeah, yes. you can pamper me, you know, yes. you're welcome. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, yes. so yeah, I'm more on that because um, I'm very, it comes easy to me to want to do things for people. Mm-hmm. And like, I can, I can spread myself thin very quickly, you know, and um, I always convince myself, I'm like, it's a good thing to do. You know, they go, it's going to help them, you know, yeah. who cares about mercy, you know, yeah. but it is um i also have to remind myself that you know i have to steward this life that god has mm-hmm. given me nobody else is going to steward it for me you know mm-hmm. um if you know if i'm not i don't have the energy to do what god has called me to do then you know that's that's not good you know so i, I have to like remember I, I talked to you about my hair right I remember <laughs> well like yeah i need i need to like start thinking about you know putting some more effort in my hair you know i'm, I'm I, it's very easy for me to just be like, yeah, I don't care about it. Yeah. You know, I just don't care about it. It's too much. You know, I don't have time for this, you know. And, and yeah, so I was just asking Veronica of, like, tips to do that. So, for me, I'd say I'm working on, like, more self-care and also learning to say no to things, you know, um, and no to people, too. Um, yeah, with that. And it's it's been, I mean, it's been rough. It's been rough, you know. Yeah. Especially if it's actually things I, I want to do. You're like, yeah, hey, this is exciting. Like, I want to yeah. do it. but. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's a no. It's like, yeah, it's a no with a little, you know, N and O yeah. at least. But, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I'm really, like, trying to really work on that and to see rest has been, you know, godly and things like that. Yeah, so that's for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Before you get, you add anything else. Okay, so mm-hmm. that even that no, mm-hmm. how are you deciding this is a no? Like,
1: how are you making, how are you coming to that decision? How oh, am I? Um... I think I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I don't overcommit, if that makes sense. That if it's, if it's something that I have to go, I've already, let's say I have, um, time to go do my hair. You know, it's okay. three hours, I have an appointment to do it, and then you come up and tell me, Mercy, can we do something else? You know, like. Usually, usually I would I would just be like, yeah, I'll do whatever because, again, I don't care that much about my hair. Okay. So it's very easy for me to say yes to you, right? Mm-hmm. But I actually have to say a no because there's something I'm trying to work on here because this is actually, like, something I really need to work on. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. As, even though whatever option you're giving me is a good distraction, but it's actually, you know, it's a good option, but it's a distraction to what, you know. I'm trying to work on in this. Oh, God is trying to work on in this season too. Mm-hmm.
3: What is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'm like the same with you too. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is rest. Mm-hmm particularly with be work because i'm a workaholic and so learning to tell work no mm-hmm. so i always felt like i had to be the person that picked up every other shift that they needed help with or whatever and that's been actually really hard mm-hmm. um so my mom has been telling me to turn off like to like block my work numbers mm-hmm. like when i get home pick like beginning of the week know how many shifts you're working when you mm-hmm. get home the work phone is off um, because you're not obligated it. it's not your fault that they need extra people and so mm-hmm. like that's been something that like God's been helping me not feel guilty after because mm-hmm. I think I've I'm finally gone to the place where I can do it but then nice. I wrestle with the guilt the whole time that I'm not there like and then if I get there and someone's like, yeah, I had to mm-hmm. I had to leave my kids, blah, 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 to be here, and I'm so... so yeah! Like, hey. I was home watching a movie, you know yeah, what I mean? I, like, oh, <laughs> I, oh. I was, you know, having brunch with my friends or, mm-hmm. you know, that type of thing and learning not to feel guilty about that. Mm-hmm. That's, been, that's kind of the season I'm in, is not mm-hmm. feeling guilty. Um, critiquing myself less mm-hmm. um, and enjoying the moment that I'm in. I mm-hmm. think a lot of times we rush for the growth part mm-hmm. and then we trash ourselves while we're in the like, why can't I figure it out? And mm-hmm. recognizing the transition is also beautiful. And right. so I'm learning not to critique myself, which mm-hmm. Veronica was with me last Sunday. So the mm-hmm. conversation was a lot different. I was critiquing the heck out of myself oh, last Sunday. And really, so like, <laughs> <really> like uh. <laughs> and so like just learning how to, to be okay with mm-hmm. the transition. And this mm-hmm. is part of the work too. Um, and that also means learning how to take compliments. Because that has been really hard for me. That's always been really hard yeah. for me when yeah. someone like says, it. like, you're beautiful. I'm like, Oh my god, but you're beautiful too, yeah. you know. Or like deflection. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, to me, more like sexy kind of t- yes. <laughs> That is me. So <laughs> any compliment you have, I yeah. can't just in it it's mm-hmm. always I feel like I have to give it back so that mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm a I'm a bad person right mm-hmm. um, and yeah. so I've, I've been trying to do that mm-hmm. and then um, self care as far as like uh, Jackie O'Perry did this podcast mm-hmm. on womanhood mm-hmm. and being feminine mm-hmm. and that has been something I've struggled with my whole life just because I didn't fit into whatever being feminine looked like mm-hmm. and learning how to take care of yourself
2: mm-hmm.
3: Not for not for others, but to feel good and to glorify God mm-hmm. has been a different take on it. And so it's been things like getting mm-hmm. my hair done, getting eyebrows waxed, going mm-hmm. to a pedicure, going for a walk. Like just things like that, that mm-hmm. not feeling guilty mm-hmm. about taking the time or even like thinking that I'm narcissistic because I want to look good. You get mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. I feel like that used to be a thing on mm-hmm. me. Like, uh. People are gonna think I'm so into myself, like. Right. But yes, be into. God created yeah. you. Be mm-hmm. into yourself, you know. So, um, I have been I have been working on on that as well. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm so glad you said speaking people speaking into you what they see. Yes. Yeah, used, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You use every time. I've been burning them bridges. <laughs> <laughs> you <guys laughs> <even> know. <laughs>
0: You're so the last <laughs> survivors.
3: Yeah, oh yeah. Just, just learning. Just, but I think that also takes. Like I said, I think even as a support group, I mm-hmm. like learning how to know how to speak with people. Um, this week, I saw again Jackie Hill Perry say mm-hmm. something about. We can speak truth, but we can also speak it with love, something mm-hmm. like that, and that makes all the difference. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we mean to say things and they don't come off the way, and right. then you, you get hurt. And yeah. if that's something you have a hard thing expressing, you're mm-hmm. not going to say that, and then I'm going to think that you think you don't need me. And mm-hmm. then like it just kind of into something so much bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, and then the last thing, that's something I've been trying to work on, mm-hmm. is not being in people's business. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I've always been, I don't know if this is, I don't know. But I've, I feel like in my friend groups especially, I've always mm-hmm. been like this, like a centerpiece. Like I'm mm-hmm. always in everybody's stuff. Like mm-hmm. someone's struggling with something, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Someone is doing this, I'm, I'm there. And not giving people the room mm-hmm. to figure it out. And mm-hmm. when they need you, they'll call you. You know what I mean? And so I feel like I was constantly feeling the need to insert myself in Mm -hmm. situations, which became exhausting to me because then I'm dealing with my own stuff and dealing with six people's different things. Mm -hmm. But then it also was wearing down my friendships because I feel like people felt like I couldn't, I didn't trust them with their own lives because I was always like, let me help you. (laughs) I got Mm -hmm. you. Let me help you. And so I found a lot more peace mm-hmm. sitting back and mm-hmm. being like, when they need you, they'll call they'll you. Call. Mm-hmm. Um, when Veronica wants to hang out, she'll see you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You don't have to go, hey, Veronica, how was your day mm-hmm. going? Blah, blah, blah. But, blah, 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 <laughs> <callin'> me, <though. laughs> but like, you know, coming, yeah. doing it with the intention of mm-hmm. like, oh, I need to be, I need to be with her. I need to, you know, like, mm-hmm. I want, I want my friend to know that I'm yeah. there for her. Right. I want her to, you know, yeah. and sometimes mm-hmm. your friends yeah. can know that with you being in your life mm-hmm. and when I need you I'll reach out to you mm-hmm. so that's something that has been that one has been the most difficult because mm-hmm. I always feel I've always been like something happens and like I'm the first person somebody calls or mm-hmm. you know that type of thing and so learning that that's the part of the growth is right. people are learning how to take charge mm-hmm. I'm learning how to take charge of my own life because that's a podcast for another day, <laughs> but um, yeah. So those those have been the things. Mm-hmm. So yeah. feel free to shower me with compliments. I'm gonna try to take them. <laughs> I'm gonna try to take them and 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 learn to it. accept them and just sit in them and not say something back to you when you say something.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That was great.
2: Yeah, you guys know it. a lot of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Okay, last
0: one. Mm-hmm. Yo, I'm telling you this can go on. If you're <laughs> emotionally exhausted, let me know. <laughs> but I guess last question for real. Okay. So when you say you're stepping back from um, being in people's business, sometimes there's like in your mind, you're seeing it. You're like, you're doing X, Y, Z. It's mm-hmm. going to end up here. And then you're trusting that person will take that route. And then they don't. Mm-hmm. And it ends up how you knew it would end mm-hmm. up. How do you separate yourself from that frustration? That frustration or it maybe sometimes can
3: even be like self doubt. Yeah. Like, was that the time I should have spoken up? Yeah.
2: Yes.
3: So that's really hard because I've actually been going through this with one of my friendships and The first reaction was like, oh, man, I'm a bad friend. I should have said something. Why did Mm -hmm. I try to be quiet? It was all because I was trying to, you know, trying to be like this, trying to be like that, blah, 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 blah. But I am learning that it ain't about me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not about me. Mm -hmm. And that person made the decisions that they did. And they have to go through what they have to go through for them.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: my my job as their friend is to be a source of a source of encouragement, a source of a source a source of encouragement, a source of truth. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times when you fix yourself in people's business as the person who's like, hey, hey, hey don't mm-hmm. do that, don't do that, and then people do it and you get frustrated, you take away the opportunity to be with someone and walk with someone mm-hmm. through the rough yeah. because you were the person who called it out in the first place and mm-hmm. so a lot of times then you feel uh is it vindicated like you feel like oh see mm-hmm. i told you mm-hmm. i told you this yeah. was gonna happen right yeah. and yet then we don't give ourselves the opportunity where. Like for me, the way I say, it, Christ is asking me yeah. mm-hmm. to now sit with this person mm-hmm. and love them through this, love mm-hmm. them through their decisions.
2: Mm-hmm. And so
3: I'm trying to love people yeah. without merit. Mm-hmm. Loving people just because they're people I love. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of times when I was in people's businesses so that I could, I could, which has also been like an issue even in my romantic relationship, is loving people, because I can defend why I love them.
2: Mm.
3: Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I have a yeah. reason, yeah. paragraphs, yeah. dissertation, yeah. to mm-hmm. say this is why you're lovable book. For me. Mm-hmm. And so now me being in your business is to make sure that you stay lovable. Right. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm not in your business anymore mm-hmm. and I'm over here and you're making decisions that I don't necessarily agree with, mm-hmm. now God is forcing me to actually love people mm-hmm. and love them for who like who they are. Mm-hmm. And so that has been hard. Because it's again a lot mm-hmm. of dying to pride, right.
2: a lot of dying
3: mm-hmm. to ego, and a lot of dying to self-righteousness. Mm-hmm. Like feeling like, if it was me, I mm-hmm. would have, I would have right. I'm like, what do you yeah. have though? <laughs> 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 would you have oh, what
1: you got there? Yeah. yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like,
3: <laughs> would you have though? So that that has been that that has been hard. And, mm-hmm. and the first time the first time it happened, I, I, my reaction was not this. I was mm-hmm. very frustrated. I was very like I didn't say I told you so, but I was very like, "Wow, mm-hmm. I'm a bad person. I'm a bad this. I'm a bad that." I was like, "But it's not. It's not about you, though. Mm-hmm. And right now, it's not about you. Mm-hmm. And this person needs to feel loved and they need to feel encouraged. And you're sitting in this corner mm-hmm. trying to beat yourself up. How does that help them? Yeah. You know." And then really showing me that thing of like, you know, you, mm-hmm. you were trying to prove to yourself why this person was lovable to you mm-hmm. because they do things like this. Mm-hmm. Now they're not. So what, what is it? You mm-hmm. know? Um, so yeah, that, that has been, that has been hard because mm-hmm. you don't, if you really take the time to think about it, a lot of the people we love, we love them because they do the things we want them to do. Mm-hmm. And then and a lot of our conflict comes when they stop doing those things, mm-hmm. or when they they do things differently, or mm-hmm. it didn't look the way we thought it would. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where God really starts to teach you what love really looks like.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. But it's hard. <laughs>
0: whole ceremonial. right? Okay. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for joining. Strong. I know <laughs> this was good. I think this should happen more. Yes uh hopefully sometime maybe with video or maybe there's there'll be a way to like engage with other people mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know couldn't have thought of
2: other people and i'm just going oh,
3: this
1: thank you thank, thank you, we thank you really enjoyed us. this and thank you for having this yeah. this is a great thing that you're doing
3: yeah it is and
1: thank you for allowing yourself to be vulnerable in, in such vulnerable a big way people. you know yeah. the yeah. internet is open yeah you know
3: Thanks. Yeah, I was about to say you're you're not making it better. It's <laughs> <She's> like <laughs> I mean, there's just like, so many people who could be listening. <laughs> <laughs> now they just I, I mean, they can do anything with information. But see, you're still, doing, she, it. You're still, you're still doing, it. doing it, so that's something. But shout out to yeah. you and, and your obedience, honestly, mm-hmm. because it's very easy to convince yourself like nobody wants to hear what I have right. to say. Yeah, nobody wants to. Mm-hmm. Nobody needs yeah. this. Not podcaster out there. I right. right, that you're right. doing it. Yeah. So. Yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Proud of you.
0: Thank you. Um, you guys can find us on Instagram. I'll put the hashtags in the, not hashtags. The, Link? The ads. The, the ads. ads. The ads. <laughs> the ads. In the description and you can find us, let us know what you think mm-hmm. and I hope you've been blessed by this and I hope you, you know, as Bethel said, you're taking this in a way that is applicable and it's actually changing you and it's changing the spaces you're in mm-hmm. and you know you've been just like sharing that wisdom with other people in the process and this has been venting with me. We hope you have a great week.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye. Uh, like it's been real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I, I think I got you. got your water. Look at me drinking your water instead of getting my oh. cheese.